This week's episode of Classroom Brew is brought to you by you. Well, it could be. We're trying to implement more video clips from the podcast, and we know that you guys really like watching and listening to those. So if you'd like to see more of those, well, then the podcast is going to need a little bit of an upgrade with our technology. So if you would like to support Classroom Brew or become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash classroom brew. Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. Think about comedians in cars getting coffee, but the teacher version with beer. Classroom Brew is associated with hashtag teacher pods. Make sure you check out other great indie and teacher podcasts around the world today. Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode 51 now. Last week, we left off talking about a number of different things with my buddy Matt. Uh, this week, we're going to continue that conversation now that we've got a refill. So, uh, Matt, what are you drinking right now? I'm sticking with a Fist City. There you Revolution go. Brewing. I'm also sticking with a Summer Shandy. So, in honor of uh, the Classroom Brew way, just a couple of people, a pre-service teacher and a teacher, we're going to have a couple of beers and keep talking. So if you haven't already, please make sure you check out Classroom Brew on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Classroom Brew. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us there or on Facebook.com slash Classroom Brew. But the best way to get a hold of us is ClassroomBrew at gmail.com. We love when you guys interact with us, so please do that. And especially if you'd like to be on the show, reach out to us. So on your on your trip to the South Side, you drove this time, right? Yeah, I did, yeah. Okay. So you were talking briefly. We, I was like, ah, oh, let's save it for when we're recording, but... What was your Uber story? Because I, I also had a recent Uber encounter this weekend that was really fucking weird. Yeah. But I want to hear yours first. So back when I first did this, uh, did the show, I was living up on the north side, up in Lakeview. Uh, keep that in post. And um, I might use that sound effect, actually. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I was uh, So I had to take an Uber because I didn't, there was, public transportation would have been a nightmare and I didn't have my car at that point. So I took an Uber from school to here and then from here all the way up north. The ride home, I had a gentleman drive me who didn't say much, but the little bit that he did say frightened me to no end. Okay. Um, and I'm already pretty scared in the city because I'm, I just it was new and I was just I was scared of it. So to hear that on top of it all I was like this is the worst. <laughs> um, he, I remember he just asked me this question like, "Hey man, do you own a gun?" And I'm like, uh, no, I own or want own. Okay. He's like, Hey, you, you want a gun? Said, no, but I want one. And I'm like, uh, the situation, I definitely wanted one. <laughs> uh, he, he was, and I was like, uh, no. And it took every ounce of me to not engage, but I engaged and I went, oh, no. why? And he goes, <laughs> cause I think I finally get the joke. <laughs> yeah. And then we just drove in silence, and this was within five minutes of the ride of the drive, and it's not a short ride from here to fucking Lakeview. <laughs> this guy definitely had a passenger before you that was like, something. "You watch out, you watch your back, man. You never know when something's going to come at you." And it was you. Well, you know, I'm happy to be that surprise in the day. I don't know, a little break in the day for you, but uh, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I had him drop me off at another building that was like a block away. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, oh, this is actually where I wanted to go. This isn't your address. Where do you live? Right fucking here, man. Yeah, hey. Let me out. Well, as far as you're concerned, here. Um, <laughs> it was just super, just like, yeah, I think I finally get the joke. Yeah. All right. I don't. That's like a, so, that's like something Jack Nicholson would say when he's baked he, off his mind at an award show. It sounds like an outtake from The Shining. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. terrifying. Uh, but that was my creepy... And so that... 
had that in the back of my mind when I was coming here, and I think I was projecting that onto the situation. I'm like, this is going to be a fucking <laughs> weird day again. But no, it's fine now. Now we're associating Classroom Brew with... Uh, we are not affiliated with Uber, but um, yeah, I would yeah, love to know. be sponsored by Uber. If you're listening, just you know, ignore the weird Uber driver stories, and then we're yeah, good. Right? Yeah, nothing wrong with a little groveling. There you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, I had one, too, where I was uh, last weekend... Uh, I was just going home. I went home like an hour earlier than Katie did. And I get into it. I wonder if I even wrote notes on this. I did. And so this couple gets into my uh, my Uber. Like I see it. Like it's the red car. License plate matched up. And this like big burly guy and his like petite little girlfriend, they get into the car. And the guy has the windows down. And I could already smell the big guy's body odor. So I was like, he's gotten into at least one fight. This is not going to be a good time. I, I don't even say anything yet. I've just got my phone out. I'm checking. And he... With his arm out the window, he goes, not yours, move along, as if I'm the asshole in this situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I have to tell him, like, uh, are you Don or whoever the driver was, whatever the name is? Yeah. And the guy goes, yeah. And then the girlfriend's like, oh, sorry about that. Like, no problem, no problem. And this guy's like, you want to fight? That's my girlfriend. Like, I just want to get in the car, man. Sure. I don't yeah. want to deal with you. And then that rideshare driver blew a red light and I was so worried the entire time he blew a red light he didn't go to the right spot he went down a one way the wrong way and the whole time I was like is he gonna dock me because this car smells like that dude's BO uh-huh. so I was like do I say something casual to be like that's not me <laughs> and the best I could come up with in, in my wisdom from having at least four or five beers was going man that sweaty fat guy really let one loose huh he said nothing <laughs> it's one of those jokes where it doesn't land and you're just like I want to die right now or it was him it could have been it could have been. been him <laughs> To be honest, if I was him, I'd be like, you're a piece of shit for that joke. <laughs> so that was that was how my day went there. Yeah, I mean... I wasn't threatened by death, but I want to keep that five-star rating. I, Of course. Of course you do. I have a 4.96 um, now. <laughs> oh, I'm a 4.7. Hey, so, you, you know, live life on the edge. Good company. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come down to the drugs. We're happy to have you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've had Ubers where the... The person called me, or uh, the I've had a ride share where the person called me, and clearly, clearly they they had picked up somebody um, that was not me, and okay. the service and the reception on the phone was so terrible because like I feel like if you're driving for a ride share, you already have cricket. Like that's just an assumption that I already have about you. That's <laughs> it's just part of the kit. That's, uh, yeah, it's especially if I'm like. If I see the car, I'm like, you don't get four bars anywhere you go. Right. Um, you've got a, a life, a middle life crisis story. You've got, uh-huh. you know, some drunk college girl that you treated her like your own daughter. Sure. You've got cricket and you drive a Toyota Camry. And uh, this kit. is the best your day has gone so far. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but this person, they, somebody took, somebody took it. Somebody definitely took my thing and I called them. Couldn't hear anything all static. And then they just got dropped off right behind the place where I was trying to go. Hmm. And I'm like, did that work out for either one of you? Did that work? <laughs> was that good at all? Because I definitely called somebody. Like, I definitely put in an, you know, a complaint to somewhere. So, I don't know. And that, that's what lowered your rating? Those this was, uh, no, no. Oh, no, you earned, you earned from, those stars. Yeah. <laughs> being, the, being the guy who orders the, the ride for your group of friends really fucks your... Uh, yeah, really that, fucks that's your stars. Got me too. Yeah, yeah. Sharing with people like sharing your ride share. Really, really Double fucks. You know, it's like, hey, can you fit twelve? Well, it's a smart car. I'm like, watch me. I think you can fit twelve. Yeah, you got room. Uh-huh. I've seen the trunk on these things. Yeah. So, uh, with with the program that you're in right now, mm-hmm. we talked a little bit how you're working towards student teaching. But like, where are you right now? Like, what are your thoughts on how it's been going? Because uh, we came from the same program. Yeah, yeah, but. Two that's different experiences. For a little background, that's how we met. Yeah. Um, 
we had two classes or one class? I think we had one class two. together. Whichever one you were, you were looking up fish tickets on your laptop at the time. I was. I think so. Was it during class? It was during class. Oh, no. Respect. Oh, fuck. I liked it. It made me laugh. It was good. And maybe Shit. you were looking up merch for something. I can't remember. Someone else pointed it out, too, and I was like, you saw that, too? And then we walked home to the garage, and we were like, oh, that's pretty embarrassing. And you were like, uh uh-huh, Matt. Like, yeah, I mean. You like uh, fish? I love them. Uh, <laughs> they're coming to Allstate Arena in October. Definitely okay. going to skip class for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a little embarrassing for me. Um, that was great. <laughs> No, it's good. Um, <laughs> what grad student? Do, what grad student doesn't look up fish tickets? Plenty in in their four and a half hour, three let and a half me, hour. Let class. me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. A lot. <laughs> Over under thirty easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. far <laughs> under, far far under. Not betting the line on that. Um, but uh, so the program is going okay. The program got hard once I had started having other teachers that I was not expecting. Okay. I don't know if that's the worst way to put it. So, um, I can always bleep it if you want to say names too. Yeah. Once I stopped having as a teacher, things got worse. Okay. Once I started having as a teacher, things got shit. Really? Things went to shit. Uh, if being the son of two professors and being in higher ed for so long has taught me anything, there's nothing more petty than higher ed. Yeah. There's nothing Very stupider true. than higher ed. <laughs> um, yeah. Once I started taking classes with that person, things went downhill uh, for me real fast. Um, I didn't feel every class felt like a rambling against the government. Um, Every class felt like an act of rebellion against the government. You know, everything just felt like, what the fuck is happening? Um, I know that sounds a common theme in my life, (laughs) but... um, Most of our lives right now. Pardon? Most of our lives right now. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, I'm made for these times. <laughs> um, so it became very difficult because a lot of other students were totally like, they loved it. They they mm. were totally, into, especially from my cohort, were totally right. into that kind of vibe that, you know, not much room for debate. I remember, and there were just so many things that were given, that were talked about as given like the state. Something as, something as you know, trivial as the state. Uh, there was just phrases just thrown around and I, you know, I'm terrible at like being like, what does that mean? Like I'm terrible at mm. like doing that, like admitting I'm wrong or not admitting I'm wrong, but like, I don't know something. Sure. I went along for it for so long with it for so long. And one day I asked it and nobody answered it. We spent the entire class period, never <laughs> n- dancing around the topic, never sure. really settling on anything. And after class was like, I'm surprised you didn't talk more. You know, this was a really philosophical like conversation. Cause I have a philosophy undergrad. I'm like, right. none of that was philosophy like philosophy none of that was helpful at all i don't know what the fuck that was um i had a uh simple assignment these were like you know you get about three papers throughout the year and then one mm-hmm. cumulative paper at the end uh we had those th- small papers throughout the that come throughout the year ex- re-explained i'm not kidding at least eight times eight well because they tell you it's it's not a summary but it's a review, but it's also not written like a review. It's a what? How do they phrase it? Well, this was a historiograph uh, uh, workshop and historiographical essays. Okay, so okay, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah. it was fucking bonkers. It was <laughs> well, someone wrote rewrote it five times to get an A. Oh yeah, I believe and it. I, it just Did you ever have no so. We had no clue what the hell the moving target was, but uh-huh, uh-huh. he wrote no comments on your paper. But at the top, he would either write okay or good. Yeah. We're still not sure which one's the better one. We think good was better than okay, but that's all he would put. 
and that's just based off what you know about the English language. That's like, you know, exactly. it's not about what you know about the teacher's expectations. And to be honest, I'm not really that confident in his, uh, in his understanding of the English language. So I'm not even sure well, if there, that's valid there you to go. use my own. So, you know, you go <laughs> um, from that. So there was a part of me that got very disillusioned. There was a part of me that went and talked with <laughs> to be like, to beat a dead horse. What the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> am I getting this? Like, <laughs> it, like, this is what I think is supposed to be happening. This is what's happening. Does that make any sense? And he, he kind of was like, you're right. Like he was kind of like, you know, you, 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 you're fine, but it's still just, it took the wind out of my sails sure. a little bit. Um, really knocked down my confidence. I did not pass the class. Okay. Um, that wow. set me back, repeated the class, did not pass the class again, not hmm. because of the work, just because so much stuff going on. And there was a part of me that was just lazy didn't get all the work in mm. work gets reevaluated to see well what the fuck is going on then he says my writing quality has gone down you know i'm already mm. so scared to put my best foot forward sure yeah yeah and that was the hardest part is that i felt like i took so much of that feedback i felt like i did all the stuff that you asked me to do or that they asked me to do i felt like i got all of this shit done mm. and like i felt like i had improved so much and it was still just like no that's not really what we're looking for mm. like, well, motherfucker do you take any like comfort in it where, so if it was writing for a history class, I was like, yes, I want to be good at this, obviously, but yeah, I know that my review interpretation philosophical debate on, you know, Bear's history of the United States is not going to be the most important thing for my pedagogical, my teaching career. That's interesting. I don't think I ever thought about it like that. I think that there was definitely... A difficulty in um, improving my writing for history mm-hmm. coming from a philosophical background especially the philosophy background that I came from the whole point of it was to write it so a five-year-old could understand it I know that right. yeah that was the professor was like I want you to write these ideas very clearly right make them very clear and um, almost every feedback was like you know cite more cite more so that you know that's pretty <laughs> right. that's pretty standard for pretty everybody standard. everyone's got- yeah um, I'm so, I'm going to ask you to cite more right now on this podcast. It, well, I'll tell you. I, I had, Chicago style only. None of this MLA shit. I can't shit. do that. This is why. Leave. Leave. <laughs> I have the ACT in a few weeks. I'm <laughs> fucked. You know, this is practice. There you um, go. Yeah. So what was I talking about? Yeah. Uh, so coming from that background, but when I was in high, college and high school, I was one of the best history students in all the classes that I took. So it's disheartening and it's a yeah. bit weird. And now I have... To prove myself again, which doesn't always seem like the fairest fucking thing in the world, I have a lot of makeup work to do. Sure. Not makeup work, but uh, I'm taking an independent study just to get this over with, mm. which doesn't seem like the f- completely like the fairest thing in the world because it's not like the last time I took the class it was that my work was bad because I missed one paper and that made me fail. Or that made me get a Got C. Got it. Okay. Wow. Every other paper was a B. Hmm. Missed one paper. Right. Not proud of it. Not like saying like, you know, who the fuck cares? I'm not thrilled about it. Mm-hmm. And definitely not something I'm ever going to forget. But that's not what made me a bad student. Or the, right. the the writing is not what made me a bad student. Is not what gave me that grade. If the writing wasn't up to snuff, but I still would have passed, even if I would have just gotten some shit in. Right. Is that not on the professor a little bit as well? Yeah, I don't know. Am I, I mean- passing the buck? I mean, we have that that discussion all the time with high school students, the one that's really smart. When they do show up, they do it, but then mm. maybe they 
were working during the final or something like that. Like yeah. where, like where is the, in this case, professor or teacher's responsibility end and the students take over. It's such a case by case basis that anyone that tried, which by the way, my number one hated answer, which there was, I went to a conference and someone set the record for the most number of teacher cliches where get to know your, like, Oh my God, like just yeah, too yeah. many cliches. I don't want to say them cause I don't, I don't want to insult anyone. This isn't the gospel. It's just a podcast, but there's so many cliches. And the number one answer that I can't stand is when someone acts like they say something so profound mm-hmm. and they go like, it just depends on the situation. And everyone's like, yeah, it's a good answer. Good answer. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no, fuck that answer. Just for the sake of argument, just try to take a stand. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I just, I can't stand that. It just depends answer. Well, cause of course it does, but yeah, like, come on. Point being, it's, it's hard to distinguish where does it take over from one person to the other on if I mean, it were me and you got all bees on it, I would hope that I if I was a professor, I'd give you like a one or two day extended deadline. Oh, I got I got it. so much of an extension. Oh you did? I, oh yeah. No, I had the opportunity to do ah, it. Okay. No, uh, yeah, and that's the part that I'm like shut the fuck up to myself. You know, it's like that's the hardest part about a lot of this. Um, is that I had the opportunity. Sure. Uh I had the potential to get it done a lot of you know stuff happens um if i were the teacher or the professor i can't say that i would do anything differently okay but at the same time i mean i can be really brutal when i'm like editing stuff or when i'm like giving feedback to people or like what you know whatever okay so i can be extremely brutal let's say you are teaching in a sixth grade classroom Mm -hmm. and you have I'm just I'm just gonna paint like the most extreme situation to see to see what's up. Sixth grade girl, uh, let's say she's 70 pounds soaking wet. She comes crying that she missed a, a, some like last minute paper or a test or something like that. Uh-huh. You give her multiple opportunities, and for some reason, like maybe she's got something going on, she isn't able to make it to make it up. And you've got let's say you've got three days until the final grades are due. Mm-hmm. What would be your move? I guess my my bigger thing is really just with that hypothetical is what do you think you can use leading up to that point from your experience to kind of help your future students? Yeah. My first thought is to just go to pass, uh-huh. just pass the student, but there has to be some sort and it's, I use the term safety net, but it's not a safety net, some sort of protection or guarantee that this act can improve or mm-hmm. that this habit rather, um, can improve or that they can prove, improve upon it. So the hardest part, is like, is this habit going to carry with them throughout the rest of their life? I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks like that. So you're, you're thinking about fostering a, a human, not just a student. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. That's um, that's a huge part of the way. Even in my, even the way I'm a counselor, mm. I'm afraid to even like. I still get frustrated and camp. You know, being a camp counselor is completely different than being a teacher, mm-hmm. because you just you know you get more. I, maybe you get more frustrated, but like I get very worried about how I talk to the campers and is that going to fuck that kid up is that <laughs> what are you saying to these kids like, it, nothing that bad but i just remember good. back like that's true the smallest thing could have the biggest and, you know I, that's just kind of the kid i was smallest thing would kind of piss me off or you know sure, whatever sure. i was a weird kid but um <laughs> yeah i think about it in that in those terms i don't just think about it in how is this going to affect them next year how is this you know going to affect them when they have you know 
history, but in high school or something like that. It's kind of like... You should be thinking that way. Yeah. It's not the most helpful because you get a little paralyzed at times. Right. You know, it should be a little bit more practical or a little bit more like uh, direct, maybe is the correct term, or immediate. Immediate. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do it too, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't think you get into this profession without thinking about the entire person. Right. Well, I can think of a few people that did, but yeah. that's, that's beside the point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, I had really, really great advice um, when I was thinking about becoming going into this program. I got lucky enough to go visit my old high school because I was still okay. really close with a few teachers. I just like, I just wanted to see, is this really what I want to do? Like, I didn't go about choosing this, prof- you know, going to this profession lightly. I thought about it pretty seriously, and I went and just spent a day with all these teachers and my old psych teacher said, if you're, you really got to get into this for the development of the student. Cause if you're into this for the topic and the, you know, the subject matter, mm-hmm. you're not going to get anything done. This is you're, it's not helpful. Sure. When you're in college, that's different. You know, when you're at a research one university, that's completely different because you can teach one class, but also you're spending most of your day reading and writing. Mm-hmm. So that was helpful. Sure. I still really like the subject matter. So that's helpful. You know, that's a pro too. Doesn't yeah. always happen. Like I need to escape from it when I'm not at work. The what do you mean? Any subject matter I'm engaged in at work, uh-huh. I have to completely di- like. People say like, "Oh yeah, I love history podcasts. I teach it all day. I gotta get away." Yeah, so that's good no, that you yeah. still enjoy it. Like on a yeah. Uh, well, I'm starting to understand where you're coming from too. You know, <laughs> you take the same class uh, three times, you get a little pissy about it. Yeah. But um, what would I do with that student if? I was in the, you know, if I was the teacher or the professor, the gut reaction to me is to say pass, let them just go through is holding them back a guarantee that the problem will get better. Mm. Is it a guarantee that they will see the problem and try to improve upon it? Is that going to take up more of my time the following year? Because it might not just be they're coming late or they miss an assignment. It might be more of an interest in who they are as a person and what's happening to them personally. Mm-hmm. And it's not literally, you know, it's it, it might not be something like there's stuff happening at home. It's just their, their habits are so harmful to them mm-hmm. because I've had such bad habits that there were people, thankfully, that took the time to help me improve. But I, you know, have to do a lot of that on my own. If I didn't have them there, right. if I wasn't lucky enough, you know, it, two different stories. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes fucking hard. It becomes, you know, it becomes a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a tough, it, it's not, a, it's a not a situation. So. Yeah. I, I don't envy the person that has to make that choice. I'll probably have to make that choice at one point. Just wait. First year of teaching. Yeah. First semester. Boom, that choice is on. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> First day. <laughs> as soon as you walk through the door. Well, so I've got an idea for mm-hmm. to kind of keep you in that like decision-making process. Sure. Maybe we'll take it to a more light place. I'm happy to go there. All right. So in a little bit, I'm going to get I'm gonna get it set up. We're going to basically do Would You Rather, but it's going to be like a lightning round. Okay. Where it'll have different situations. So it is 920 exactly. This is the one part I didn't tell you. Okay. It is 920, and right now we're actually live. Wow. No, I'm f- with you. That's but fine. I wanted to make you nervous. For for this segment, though, what we are going to do is I'm not going... I'm going to do my best not to edit for time. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Okay. But uh, for this segment, we're going to go rapid fire. And this is inspired by a book, How Would You Handle It?, by an author whose name is hard for me to say for some reason lately. Adam... P- Adam Podolner. Man, I can't even say it in post-production. Sorry, Adam. Adam Podolner. Adam Podolner. Haha. <laughs> in this segment, I'm going to ask you different situational questions. Uh, for example, 
I asked Peter this. If you had to fart in the middle of class and it's a test, what would you do? Walk out. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's one of them. And then we can, I guess, if you wanted to discuss the implications of it. But for people watching and listening, this could be fun because you can see how someone processes it. And also, these are all real situations that happened. So uh, for this first one, we'll, we'll start off light. Sure. Uh, I don't even know what to call this segment. We'll have to think of that. But let's say you wrote your own movie about your teaching career. Okay. What is the plot and what actor or actress plays you? Oh, who plays me? Uh, that's a good question. Shit. I have always been compared the most, and it's not. I'm not happy about it, to Jonah Hill. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, that seemed like bullshit. But... Uh, Maybe him. Always been a Leonardo DiCaprio fan. Really? Always been a big Leo fan. You got the Leo in you. I'll take it. It's the mustache. I'll, I'll take it. Oh, it's, <laughs> it did not come lightly. <laughs> and it's uh, going to go away soon. So, yeah. It's probably for um, the best. For your Uber driver's sake. Right, yeah. Right. No, I always I always related the most. The film I always related to the most was Good Will Hunting. Okay. Um, being your own worst enemy. And like, Maybe. yeah. Just shut the fuck up and do it kind of thing and so uh well casey affleck is the one that i would no i'm kidding no um yeah matt damon or leonardo dicaprio okay so a speed round of how would you handle it for a pre-service teacher matt going into teaching really soon first one what kind of adjectives would you use to describe a student that you cannot stand to have in class? Three adjectives. Fuck face. Fuck face. One. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> difficult. Um, I would maybe use temperamental if it was uh, appropriate. Okay. Because uh, difficult students can always uh, fly off the handle at any given moment. Gotta read the room. Yeah. Um, That's a stand-up thing, too. Yes, exactly. Perfect. Uh, and then... Um, You know, uh, challenging. I'll take it. Let's let's be uh, new agey about scared it. Of a, scared of a middle school challenge. Yeah. You I know. feel you. I feel you. You're at parent-teacher conferences, mm -hmm. and the parent starts flirting with you. What do you do? Uh, be grateful. Uh, <laughs> I, I Parent-teacher. Kid's not there, right? Let's say the kid is there. Say the kid is there. Make that but make oblivious. it harder. But oblivious. But oblivious. Just really be like, really? You fucking serious? Like, your kid's doing so-and-so in my class whether good or bad you really is this the way that you want to approach this so it goes mr matt what are you doing later uh grading your son's paper <laughs> there you go yeah good response good response. i mean you know if if ah, that's a that's a toughy sub that's a touchy subject because if i'm single and they're single <laughs> and they're fine i didn't mean like that but if it's like <laughs> no we'll, we'll, we'll cut that in post yeah you know whatever no. uh no, you won't um Definitely a gray area. Definitely like huge gray wait, area. Wait till he fucking graduates. Wait till he's out of my goddamn class. He or she. And then last one, the favorite one. Student asks, "Mr. Matt, can I go to the bathroom?" You say no for whatever reason. You got okay. something going on. You're not. You're not being a dick. You just. He can't right now. Yeah. Student starts peeing in the trash can. Mm. What do you do? You're doing it wrong. <laughs> okay. Next move. What, what do you do next? Move the trash can outside. While you're still peeing midstream. I, you, you know. Yeah. Last one to add to this. Sure. You walk in, first period. A student has shit on the floor. It's already there. What do you do? Call their parents. I don't... Uh, 
can you pick this up? Or <laughs> <laughs> yes, can you can you come pick this up? Like, hey, they cleaned up after him once before. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm already assuming it's a boy too. I'm. Uh, oh, I didn't think of that. I'm just gonna. Proje- I'm gonna put that on the situation. Um, for extra credit, whoever gets it first. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah. I might curse at that point. I think I'd be within my right to be like, motherfucker. God damn it. Everybody get out. That's what I would say is like, everybody get out. Call janitorial. Or, you know, just bite the bullet and clean it up and then hope the kids still respect me after that. They probably wouldn't. Depends on how much shit it is. Depends on how much shit it is. Depends on my form. Depends on your form. My technique. Yeah. And where I put it, I think I'd, I might put it in that student's desk. There you go. Sit it on their desk and be like, that's your fault. Fucking problem. Yeah. I like it. So there you go. Cool. Hope you got to know me more from uh, how I would pick up shit. Yeah. Just a quick heads up for you. If you would like to see the video version of that segment that I did with Matt, you can check that out at youtube.com slash classroom brew, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at classroom brew. All right, back to the show. All right. So uh, in order to be respectful of your time, I figure we can probably finish these up, but we could probably wrap up recording. So, sure. uh, Matt, as always, pleasure catching up. Thank you for being on. Uh, it was a pleasure to come back again. The podcast has improved Thank you. greatly. I mean, that's Thank you. that's a huge compliment. I appreciate it. I remember when it first started out coming in, like, <laughs> this is a fun little vanity project, but, uh, <laughs> you know, fun to talk about stuff. Um, I'm still amazed that you talked to me because I still don't know feel like i don't know what teaching is um you're dropping all these like phrases and uh, <laughs> we'll do an educate matt episode That's no we'll for do. real yeah <laughs> you, i i do well in those classes but doesn't mean i know what's going on um and uh it's you know it's always it's always good it's it's there's still points where i'm like i can't picture myself becoming a teacher but it's like oh i'm gonna do that it's gonna happen soon like it's gonna happen that's crazy to think about but it's gonna happen whatever whatever your mind tells you is always correct yeah you'll make it so if you will it dude it is no dream what's that from big lebowski it sounded like when you yeah. said dude when you if good. you will it dude it is it's uh when walter's going on his rant about being jewish and Got uh it. is it old jewish like I, I can't think of another word but proper or something like that uh-huh. uh side fact I found out i was 13 percent jewish this year did uh 23 and me there you go. So, Mazel. I want my DNA taken by Google or whoever is going to buy it from them. Google taking my DNA? I think they might. There you go. They might. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, for everyone else, thank you for listening. Matt, thank you again for coming down. Hopefully, we can do another one soon. That'd be good. Uh, whenever you want to have me back, I'll be I'll be here. Booze and all, which is always good, right? Mm-hmm. I'll buy it next time. <laughs> no, no, no. I, anytime you come down here, contract. I've got it. Yeah, that's the that's my one thing. I'm not going to stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everybody else, uh, if you'd like to reach out, we are at Classroom Brew on your favorite social media. You can check us out anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, but make sure you check out hashtag Teacher Pods and hashtag Two Pods a Day, where you can listen to other great indie and teacher podcasts around the world. If you want to reach out or be on the podcast, you can reach us classroombrew at gmail.com. Please make sure you rate and review, spread the word, all those good things. And until next week, Matt, you want to do the honors one last time? Class dismissed.